0: Hi guys, welcome to TNF Talks Podcast here again. Back again to do some recap of some divisional round playoffs. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's Thursday, we know we're a bit uh, we're a bit late. But it was just so much for our brains to handle. We just had to have that couple of days to um, let them mal- let 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 it go through your mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mate.
1: Obviously it took a little while. We're getting on getting our bearings, but mate, it's just a lot of we've been sitting here to be fair, I was asleep for three days after the games, just because obviously we were up until <laughs> Seriously, early hours of the morning, but like, it's fine. We're here. We're going to talk about it, and it was an unbelievable weekend of football.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the last episode with the special guests. Is it? It was a fun one to do, but again, it's nice, nice to be back with just the serious football guys.
1: Just you're going to break it down the serious football stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: To be fair, we'll probably
1: be able to probably get them on again because it was actually just really good fun with the with the other lads. Um, yeah, but yeah. So we're just going to today break down the divisional round, which is exceptional weekend of football always is. Um kind of talk about what happened, go through the games in chronological order, and then we'll probably be back again um later this week or on Saturday before the games on Sunday evening.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Awesome. So um we're just gonna go through them in chronological order again, yeah. Yep. So Packers and the Rams was the first game of that weekend. And probably like I don't know if it was the worst to watch actually, but it was the worst like matchup I thought coming in the weekend. But it was, actually, it was actually quite a fun little game to watch. Like Aaron Rodgers just played amazingly against that very good defence. And the the way they, like they ran the ball, which is I thought it was very very clever the way Matt LaFleur like did that. He sort of put that amazing defence on their heels yeah. in a way. Well, 100%. Well, this is, this sorry, um
1: but yeah, I thought like this game was one of those ones where I was quite looking forward to it just to watch like Aaron Rodgers versus a defence that was kinda of on fire, who had just like yeah. put the clamps on the Seahawks offence who had, had a kind of a, a pretty good year. But like I think missing Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald on limited snaps was a big thing. And yeah. I think he was down to like fifty percent of the snaps, and usually takes like eighty five percent. And he just obviously wasn't as healthy as he could have been, which is was quite a shame. But like I think the main takeaway for me was like Devontae Adams is too good for any cornerback in the league.
0: Yeah. The way they like maneuvered him around, like the motion he was doing before the snaps and stuff, Matt Lafleur is like obviously he's such a clever guy, but also Devontae Adams was just class as well, and you could see how much it was winding Jalen Ramsey up. Yeah. It was funny to watch.
1: He was getting so pissed off. Like like that first touchdown was amazing. Such a good play yeah. call. Like to be fair, yeah. like the guys who were who were um calling the game, I can't remember who it was. Can you remember who the guys called the first game? Nah doesn't really mind. matter. Doesn't really matter, but I just remember them saying basically obviously he got emotions from the right to the left yeah. and then he came back, sprinted from the left to the right along the line, and they were like on the two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jalen was trying to follow him. But to be fair, there was another corner that should have went with him and didn't yeah, and then he saw Jalen kind of really like f- yeah. pissed off at the guy which is fair yeah. enough but again that would just kind of just set the tone for the rest of the game Devontae yeah. had him and to be fair Jalen didn't mind him the whole game um no. but like that was silly in itself because anytime Devontae yeah. goes against really any corner and he he made he um got some separation against Jalen as well but he just yeah. kind of like just wins he just he's so good yeah. in my opinion yeah, he's, very he's the best route runner in the NFL like you you can't yeah, really made... cover him
0: in in the intermediate routes no, absolutely. Yeah, 18 touchdowns this year just says it all, really. And 100 catches, it's mental stats. He He's to me, like, up there, him and Diggs, to be fair, came yeah. away, like, after the season looking like the top two guys, I would say. Mate, 100%. Maybe Hopkins is in there because he's, like, makes mental plays. But, for, like, in a playoff team, I have that, like, be that good. Like, they've just been exciting to watch. I know, definitely.
1: And, um, very in cool. terms of their running game, like, what you said with Aaron Jones and Williams, like, yeah, mate. I said it, to be fair, I said it in the preview game that I saw. I thought Aaron Jones was going to be a big part of it because obviously the Rams mm-hmm. have done such a good job at stopping the pass, stopping stopping them yards through the air and Aaron Jones is kind of like, I think he's a little bit of an underrated back, to be honest. I think he's class. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just utilised them really well, kept them on their toes, It was very balanced and Rodgers just, is just so good. Rodgers is just so good.
0: Yeah. He's just like, the, the amount of mistakes he makes in a game is just like none. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah just, <literally. laughs> just doesn't make mistakes this season. He's just been incredible.
1: Well, that's what um, so good on the around. Everybody knows who, if who listens to this podcast regularly knows that we listen to the around the NFL podcast. Yeah. And what Chris Wessling said the other day um, was like you can literally count on like one or two hands how many mistakes he's made like all year.
0: Yeah, and fully enough, crazy. like three of
1: them. Three of them were in the Bucks game earlier in the year, and they're going to yeah. be playing them again in the in the conference championship, which makes for a very good matchup. But so yeah, uh, mad. And then ridiculous. in terms of the Ram side of the ball, to be honest, I think. They just never had a chance. I think, in fact, I think they actually did an all right job. They're getting they're getting a lot of like heat, I guess, in the media and stuff. And I think they did an all right job. To even put twenty points on the board with a kind of a banged up Goff, Who actually played? To be honest, we didn't play terribly with a pretty rubbish. Yeah, was a it's yeah it's he was functional. good. He had a good completion percentage. He threw some good tight window throws, but like no Cooper Cup, like massive. Mm-hmm. No Cooper massive. Cup. Cam Hager's played really well. He's had he's yeah. I to say
0: that Cam Hager's had a great game. Yeah, he's he a, real a great back player for the
1: future. Hundred percent, but they were fine. They were fine, but the Packers are just like, there was always a bad matchup. It was always a case of, if the Rams can keep them to around twenty points, which I think is what we said in the preview, then it can be yeah. a close game, which kind of proved right because that's how many points they put on the board. But like the Packers are just too good, and Lafleur and Rogers are just they're just humming at the moment.
0: Absolutely, yeah. They they are the team of beating the NFC definitely in this matchup in the conference championship this weekend. But uh, no, yeah, again, just. Just a better team, every every most senses. Obviously, that defense is better than the Packers defense, but Packers offense was better than the Rams defense. Packers defense was probably better than the Rams offense as well. Yeah. So it was just just one of them. It's just all it win. It never,
1: even though like the score was thirty to twenty, it's not a massive blowout win. But no. it, the Rams it never didn't, was the question. Never, really, it just never felt close at any point yeah. in the game.
0: Yeah, you you just always felt like Rodgers. If he, if the Rams say put on a couple of drives where they scored two touchdowns in a row, Rodgers would just be able to turn it on and score a couple of touchdowns easy. Yeah. But at, at the end, like they they did run the ball quite a bit with them three backs. Like you, I noticed, like how much they were changing them in and out, and it was cool. It kept kept them fresh and they ran a lot of they were quite they were very efficient on the run game. Yeah. A J. Yeah. Dillon looked quite good actually. He made a couple of really nice yeah, cuts in the game. Yeah, he does. Looks very good. That one game he had in the regular season where he just absolutely tore through some defence. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember either. Um, no, he looks like a good player. Yeah, definitely.
1: Well, that was the first game. It was kind of like a... It was, like you say, like the worst matchup. Like it was never going to be that. Yeah. We kind of always knew what the what the result was going to be, but it was a good start yeah. of the week. It was nice. It's always it just nice to watch... watch as well. Yeah, it's always just nice to watch the best player in the league, like this year, like yeah. the MVP and Aaron Rodgers exactly. just play football.
0: And the best defence but without Aaron Donald, which was a shame. I yeah. think this game might be like a little bit closer, a little bit more interesting with him in the game. Yeah, there was just no pressure. But I still think it doesn't make a difference to the result. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Especially
1: because even Roger said it after the game, like they left a couple of points on the board. Like Lazard had that drop. Yeah, he missed. Yeah. A, he missed a throw here or there. To be fair, but like he admitted to. But nothing crazy. Like it was no. just a. It was a good game. And I think next week, I feel like I've said this about so many games, but I think next week's going to be like the ultimate block game. Because neither defense okay. is very good between the Bucks and the Packers.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think it's going to be gonna be very high scoring. I've just got a feeling. Yeah, and it's like I think no, I said that.
0: That's gonna be a fun one, Brady Rogers, man. Yeah, man, I can't wait for it. It's classic. It's just
1: meant to be that those two are gonna go and up against each other. Right? Yeah, man, it's tough. I where... think
0: Tom Brady's got his
1: fourteenth
0: conference championship game. That's mad. That's a
1: lot. That's a lot of,
0: a lot of cool conference championship games. Come on. Yeah, I, I had. I seen like this start on Twitter the other day. It was like there's only five franchises with more playoff wins than Tom Brady.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> that is mental, isn't it? Oh my god. And
0: like god. One, of, one of them is the Bucks. <laughs> like, oh really? The Bucks have got less playoff wins than just Tom Brady. That's fucking mint. That's class. Funny to think. Isn't it mate? Oh. Funny.
1: But yeah, we'll break that we'll break all these games down uh, either yeah, tomorrow on exactly. Saturday, definitely. But yeah. So we'll move off this game, transition to what I thought was gonna be the best matchup of the week and ended up probably being the most boring matchup of the week. The most boring, yeah.
0: It was just, yeah, the Bills. the even though the score seemed close until that Lamar Jackson interception, I always felt like the Bills were like just dominating them. Like I just, it, it felt like one of them blowouts, but it what like the points weren't getting scored. If that made sense, I never, I never really felt like Baltimore were gonna win that game.
1: No man, I totally agree. I think it was weird as well because there was a lot of wind in the game, which I don't think. Yeah. Like, it was. It wasn't spoken about before the game. I had no idea it was gonna be like a weather game almost. No. But like you can literally see the uprights like flailing yeah. in the wind and Tucker missed those two kicks. And I think that was it, to be honest. As soon as Tucker yeah. missed that second kick, I was like, right, there's just no chance. Because the Ravens aren't no. scoring a touchdown yet. Lamar wasn't going. And I've, in fairness, I've seen Lamar get a lot of heat, right? And I kind of get it. Like He hasn't really shown up in the playoffs so far. No. But like, look at his receivers, man. Yeah, He's got Hollywood, right? He's got Marquise Brown, who's fine. And he's played quite well over the last few
0: years. <sighs>
1: But, like, the Ravens, I think that's the, what they're missing. I think everything else is fine. I think everything else is sweet, yeah. but they just don't have. And Lamar, obviously, there's questions about his actual throwing ability. But, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't get tested because he doesn't have the guys.
0: No, yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with you in a sense, but I would guess if Lamar Jackson was a good enough throw, it wouldn't really matter as much. But I understand that Lamar Jackson's not, like, he's probably about average thrower in the NFL. Yeah, but, with but even his legacy, say he's obviously an elite quarterback.
1: But even say right, so
0: it just it, if you if you build a better wide receiving core, I understand. Yeah, that that will make that maybe may change that. But like to me, Lamar, like I've got a weird feeling about Lamar just not doing much. Really, it's like going towards a suitable for this team. Yeah, fair.
1: well, this is but this is the thing though. Even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't throw the ball, it just changes mm-hmm. the way that defenses play against him. Yeah,
0: and yeah.
1: he gets he gets lighter look lighter looks in the box. Yeah, and it just changes a lot of things, it can just automatically make the team a little bit more balanced by having another guy. Not even if they throw it, but just like, when teams are like preparing for Lamar, you can see over the past couple of years that they've become more adept to stopping them, stopping those outside runs. And like, I think it kind of just changes a little bit if you just get another guy in there. And Mark Andrews has taken a step back this year. I don't know, there is a weird feeling. Like, I was feeling so good about the Ravens before the year and things have just like not gone well, which is a shame.
0: It's just not, yeah, it's, it's a weird one with the way with the Ravens because like one week they can look like unstoppable, and other weeks it doesn't seem they seem like a good team but not a great one. Yeah. So I think they should getting step Rowland. and being a bit more consistent. Yeah. Within like like their play this season hasn't been very consistent. Yeah. The whole season. No, I it agree. It's in to playing really well and playing average or good. Yeah. Not not even that bad. They're not even playing that bad. It's just not good enough for this stage of the season. Yeah. I think as well, another thing that's big, I think they need to get rid of Greg Roman. Yeah,
1: it's a big shout. It's a big shout. I know it's a big shout, but their offensive coordinator to me hasn't done enough. Like it kind of like yeah. they're almost boring to watch at times and they shouldn't be with Lamar Jackson. Yeah.
0: To the thing I mean? is, right, he he the only thing like he has coordinated Lamar to an MVP in that amazing season. Yeah. But you're right, like that's not gonna work anymore. Like the, as you said, defenses have like growing, uh, understand what's going on there, and being like being able to implement ways of stopping him. Yeah, and so even like, and I know if he, he's unable to create a new offense or different different types of offense within the same one. I know, I know what you mean. I can see why there may be a need for a different coordinator. Yeah,
1: there. and it's not even like yeah, you coordinate them to an MVP, right? But like, at the end of the day, and it's gonna sound harsh, but like nobody cares if you don't get the get the big game. Do I mean? Oh, I think people. Do, I,
0: I've,
1: Not nobody cares, I but, like, I know, yeah, but like, but like, it doesn't matter. Like, if Lamar doesn't get the Super Bowl one time, he hasn't even got. Yeah. The, he hasn't got the conference championship yet. If he doesn't get the conference yeah. championship, nobody's going to look back on his career and think fair one. Yeah,
0: yeah. The only thing is, he is very young, and the he is he's got a lot of
1: time. But this is what so, I mean. I don't know. It's a weird one.
0: I wouldn't get rid of Greg Roman this season. If another one of these sort of seasons happens, then maybe. But I think he's got <laughs> enough like, From what he's done with Lamar, he's shown he can be successful with him. I think changing that might make things worse, in a way. Yeah, fair enough. Totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair.
1: But then, so we'll move on to the Bills. Again, kind of underwhelming,
0: but... Yeah. What wasn't underwhelming was their defence, though, which is really good to see. That makes them, like, scary now. Very scary. Like, if they can get that offence going on the same day as their defence, like... That just shows they can win the Super Bowl for me quite easily. Oh man. Like on their day. I'm not I'm not sure there's many teams better than them. No. When 100%. both te- when both like defence and offence are playing to their potential, which we've seen this season, which yesterday was their best day for me, for Buffalo's defence. Yeah. Shutting down Lamar like that. Yeah. But, Leslie Fraser called it yeah. a great game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, I totally agree. Sorry. I think Buffalo like we've spoken about it on this podcast. So I think mm-hmm. Buffalo are like personally I still think they are the team that beat. I think they're the team it's I think to like, now. towards the end of the year, especially with the way their defence is playing now. Obviously they have struggled a little bit on offense this last couple of weeks, but Josh Allen just keeps making enough plays. Yeah. And to be fair, they've come up against a couple of really good defenses. The Ravens and the Titans have been the Titans weren't a good defence at all, but they played well. Not the Titans, sorry. Um <sighs> fucking the Colts. The Colts and the Ravens. The like Colts. two very good yeah. defence. And then yeah. the Chiefs defence has got a lot to be desired. Like they're fine, like they're good. Mm. But, oh, yeah. like, I think Josh Allen is going to have an absolute field day, to be honest, against those corners. Mm-hmm. Lugerius yeah. needs to play quite well this year, to be fair. But he's been more yeah. He's, yeah. Been, he's been, more of a gadget back. Like he's been really good in, like, dialing the pressures on the quarterback and stuff, to be fair. Yeah. But, like, Stefan Diggs is going to – I don't know. I think they're going to score a yeah. lot of points. And I think having Patrick Mahomes – if Patrick Mahomes isn't there, the Chiefs have got no chance. And having Patrick Mahomes
0: there yeah. is a very fun game. Definitely. I think Patrick Mahomes has got to be there. I don't. I don't think there's many scenarios no. of him not playing. Like, no. there's a no, there's a lot of things you'll push through. I know the concussion protocol is like a final say, but I think you'll be able to get. I think he should be fine for that. But as well, like that that whole game to me just is going to be on which defense can make enough big plays. Yeah. Like, like, and when you look at the Chiefs, they've got Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew, and they've seen what they did like like this yeah. week. And probably we'll talk about next game. Like, if they can make a couple of splash plays, I think that'll be the difference between these two teams. Yeah. Because I, I do agree with you. I think they're just going to keep scoring on each other. And, yeah. It's, it's going to be yeah. the death that game. I Chiefs have more big-name players on that defence who would make them players, in a way. In a, like a way. Yeah. But I know, like, the Bills' defence might be better overall. The Bills have got a better overall defence, I'd say. Yeah.
1: Especially like, the way that they just shut down
0: more. I'd I bet on them more to make big players, if that makes sense. Who, the Chiefs? Yeah, like Chris Jones and Tyron Them Found. Found. Again, yeah. we'll talk about this game next time. Man, yeah, I like so, it. Yeah, We're yeah, disagreeing yeah. on stuff. I like it. It's fun. Um, It's, it's hard not to get into it.
1: I know. But, like, yeah, in terms of the Bills Buffalo game, again, we'll try and move off it because it was kind of boring. It was just a weird one. Very low scoring. The Lamar <laughs> throw, the interception, bad read. Amazing play, to be fair. A little bit of, like, you don't see 101-yard pick sixes very often. So, that's kind of no, crazy. Yeah. And then, obviously, Lamar goes down to the concussion. We don't get to see what happens if he could have stayed on the field. But, again, mm-hmm. I just don't think there was any chance that they were going to win that game, ever. No.
0: And that backup had a bit of juice, though. I quite like watching him.
1: Trace Mc- McSorley? No, it was uh, Tyler Huntley.
0: Was that it? Was he just, he just, he was like, he's like mini Lamar. It was weird. He was just, like, running about the place. Yeah, right, lovely touch. But, yeah. He obviously didn't do anything for them, but it was just yeah. by, like a funny little one to watch.
1: But yeah, so it was um, kind of just an underwhelming game. I was really excited yeah. about it, but 17-3 on a really windy
0: night at 3am. Just a typical playoff game, really, 3am yeah. in the UK. It was kind of a bit brutal, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Another great game for Stefan Diggs, though, as well. He's so good. He's amazing. He's just He's so amazing, cool, man. good, man.
1: good one. He's got to give Our <laughs>
0: trade, trade's like so mental when you think about like how well... They both
1: kind of went off on it, and it's just an, it's it's a great trade from both sides because obviously, Diggs has gone to the bills. And obviously, as a Viking supporter, I'm like, Fucking hell, I miss Diggsy boy being around, yeah. But then again, like, we got he was on like he had a 40 million dollar carpet or something like that. So, yeah. we'll get him off, and we we'll get Justin Jefferson, who's had like rookie of the year production, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, he's been amazing. He's literally had the most
1: rookie yard spy receiver in the NFL ever, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. like, it's just one of those things that worked out like- literally ideal. Yeah. And, mate, have you seen the There's stuff about,
0: Diggs there now, like at that level now? But you never know, Jefferson might even be better than Diggs. Yeah,
1: Jefferson could take off. And I think, to be fair, the way that Jefferson has played this year has been to the same level that Diggs played at Minnesota. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Diggs, to yeah. be fair, has Definitely. had great years in Minnesota. But Jefferson mm-hmm. was amazing this year. Like, mm-hmm. And Diggs has just taken off another level. And I think, to be honest, that's, that's a product of the offense that he's in. Like, they're kind of like yeah. a yeah. guns-away offense. Like, Josh Allen's got the arm. He's taken yeah. a huge step up, and Minnesota are just fully run heavy. So Diggs got what he wanted. Minnesota got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's happy with it. But like, just as yeah, a little tangent, out. like, man, nice this is though. this is never going to happen, right? It's never going to happen. But I'm just going to throw it out there: Deshaun Watson to the Minnesota Vikings.
0: See, I, I'll, I'm going to throw uh, Deshaun Watson the Carolina Panthers. Man, I I'm saw.
1: Yeah, it. it could both of them.
0: Yeah, lovely man, touch. I think. I think like. Twenty-eight, maybe like twenty-six NFL teams would take Sean Watson at this point. Man, so it's like, like
1: every team outside of like the top five quarterbacks, because he yeah. is kind of a top One. five quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the whole point. Man, he'd be so like. Imagine just having to show Watson.
1: To be fair, he'd be great in the like Panthers. The players, I'd actually Deshaun love him Watson. at Carolina. Yeah, because he's every got class. to be fair. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's got DJ Moore. They could bring in another guy. They've got Christian, Christian McCaffrey. That offense would be amazing. Kurt Samuel. Kurt, yeah, Curtis Samuel's a low-key baller. And then their defense, yeah. to be fair, have got obviously young guys coming through. Mate, yeah, that'll be amazing. Two
0: guys on the on the AP all pro, all uh, rookie all rookie team: Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin. So... I told you
1: about Derek Brown, right? Just for the listeners, yeah. right? Me and Noah watched the draft together, and when Derek Brown, because um, Isaiah Simmons was still on the board, Noah was fuming that. Or the um, Carolina didn't pick Isaiah Simmons. I was like, mate, for us, Derrick Brown's going to be a baller,
0: man. and He's baller, to yeah. be fair. And he's a beast. And Jeremy Chin's just better than Isaiah Simmons. so that's. Jeremy him, Chin's just excellent at football.
1: Isaiah Simmons, mate, you were totally right, to be fair, in our pre-draft podcast about Isaiah yes. Simmons being in the wrong system. You were totally right. The guy's a baller, but he's just not being used right. And you're so He's used. not. I just remember you talking he's about not. it, and I just got to give it to you, mate. You were totally correct on it. Um, but that, is, but yeah, that is one of my proudest moments. I think Deshaun, sorry, this is just like a interlude between all the games just about Deshaun yeah. I think just a little
0: break go and get a coffee or something yeah
1: if you don't want to listen about Deshaun Watson, go somewhere else yeah just piss off and then come back in like three minutes <laughs> um, I would personally hate I know like I get it if the Jets want to go for him right I get it but I personally mm. think it would be a bad move for the franchise not a bad oh. move not a bad move but I think I personally think th- you put Deshaun Watson into that team and you get rid of all your first round draft picks for the next two years the team yeah. as a whole doesn't get much better.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know, yeah. Because, it's, like, it's and I know, like, if
1: you have the opportunity to go get Deshaun, you go get Deshaun. Like, it's a no-brainer yeah. in it, really. But, like, the Jets are shit.
0: Yeah, they're very devoid of talent.
1: So bad. Yeah. And if you get, say, if you bring in Justin Fields, right, and he's even half of Deshaun Watson, and you also fill yeah. a lot of them all those gaps, I think you'll have a similar record with without Deshaun, with, uh-huh. that, with that option. With a potential to have
0: a better record in the future, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like build the team more. You're sort of just blowing it up just to get to Sean, but you're blowing up something that's not very. You're like very, literally, uh, you're literally blowing up like ejected air. from the blow up. Yeah, there's not very many. Yeah, uh, there's not very many armor around that team to get blown up.
1: Not at all. So it's yeah, I don't time. know. What do you think about it? Do you think it would be a good like? Obviously, you go, you like. I'm saying that you get to Sean if you can get to Sean. If you yeah. find a way to bring him in your team, but I don't know. I just think like personally, for the Jets are like. Although the best candidate for the for getting to Sean, like
0: all also the, yeah. kind of the worst. The thing, um again, as you say, if you can get to Sean, you get to Sean. I know what you're saying by that, it just depends on how many draft picks you can keep in like the immediate future, so like three or four years. Yeah. Because like, obviously if you but get the rid thing of, is like every top draft pick you've got in the next three or four years, then yeah, that's pretty bad. You're not gonna have fun yeah. with that. But say like you get rid of you keep one first rounder this year. You've got two in this draft, yeah. so you keep like the twenty-three pick from Seattle, and you get rid of like the next three. But even and then, like, right? If you one put if you put rounder, two first round keep a picks on second rounders, but it's just like if you put a two yeah, first round picks on, I, would, pick I would still do it definitely. But I know what you mean. You have to be very good drafting the middle rounds if you're going to do that. Yeah, man. you have to pick up a lot of good players.
1: Because like, if you put a tag on right, Jalen Ramsey, and Jamal Adams, of two first rounders, that's yeah. a minimum of like five under Sean. Yeah, You'd think.
0: Yeah. So well, like, you'd, you'd think,
1: but like. You don't want to give away f- the equivalent of five first round picks. No. Even you if only know. three of them turn out to be great
0: players. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. It's a hard one. It's, it's, a, a, really it's a tough one. one, like
1: I'd love to see him yeah. in Carolina. And I just.
0: Yeah, the thing is, like, say if Carolina got him and got rid of, like, the next five years with the draft first round picks, I'd be buzzing, but then I'd be like, this is all my five years of drafts excitements in one day. I know. And I'll be like, do I wanna do then, I wanna spoil that?
1: But to but Carolina's one of those teams though if you bring Deshaun in, it changes the team like a huge amount straight away. Yeah, definitely. Whereas like the Jets, like you bring in Deshaun and his mm-hmm. best pass catcher is still Denzel Mims.
0: Yeah.
1: And their defense is still horrendous. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like the Panthers at yeah. least, we've just said they've got a couple really good wide receivers. You've got yeah. an, like an elite all pro running back and a defence mm-hmm. that's on the rise with a great head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. There was who was the other talk? San Francisco. I'd love to see him in San Francisco, but if, yeah. if he goes to
0: San Francisco, yeah, they could not have a couple of draft picks for a couple of seasons. I yeah. think they'd be like, yeah, exactly.
1: That's if he goes to San Francisco, all better off. I've got my money on them to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, literally, <laughs> yeah, they, they,
0: I, imagine Carl Shanahan with the Deshaun Watson. Carl Shanahan man. and Deshaun Watson. So exciting! Unbelievable. Right. That division just yeah ridiculous. Let's move anyway. on. Before so we fun. move back on to the, the games instead of just chatting, Breeze. Sorry, again, quickly, before we move
1: back uh, on the games, I literally just want to make one more point. Jack used to be,
0: get him gone. He's a weird religious bloke. <laughs> get him gone. What's he doing? Em- literally, everyone, everyone hates him. It's a weird, it's a weird one. Like everyone hates him. Why did they like give him a job as like a personnel guy when he was the fucking... Like Christian camp leader at the period. He was a character doing... coach at the periods. and then he tried yeah, to be a personnel like, guy. And Belichick was, was like, fucking... "Nah." He was the he was the well he was the chaplain man. He
1: did like all the I services know. and shit. Weird, weird. Guy. And when Belichick comes out and is like, well, he didn't come out, but obviously he didn't think he was a personnel guy. And Belichick's yeah. like, you know, the best ever, at anything.
0: <laughs> you listen.
1: You just you're like fair one, but now yeah, and now Deshaun wants someone to leave, right? Doesn't matter. Get him gone. Track you think he'll actually leave though? I don't know. This is a thing. Like, I think there's a lot of talk about it. And he said he just do- he doesn't want to be there. This is the thing. But it's just because of his contract,
0: it's really hard, really difficult. Yeah, and because of how good of a player he is, so like how much he's worth. Just like it's not. It's never happened never before. Yeah, we're going to get the equivalent in that trade to make it worthwhile. Probably not. Yeah, you haven't really
1: ever had a player as good as they are at that early stage of their new contract be traded. Yeah. Really ever. So it'd be unbelievable, and I kind of wanted it to happen. I would yeah. die if that went happen in Minnesota. I wouldn't care if Minnesota got rid of all their draft picks. No, nah. imagine. It wasn't. Imagine the defense is it's still class. a little bit dink, but we'll be getting some guys back next year. We'll get Daniel back and Michael Pierce and Anthony Barr. And Don't need a defense of Deshaun man I know. And then we'll have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and Deshaun Watson. Illness, that that is illness. Yeah, that's scary.
0: <laughs> that is illness. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. Done. Anyway, back to the games. Right. <laughs> So, um, next game is the Browns Chiefs. And this is like this was I think maybe the funnest one to watch. Mate, I love this game so much. Of the whole of the whole weekend, yeah. It was just like had so many the way it was going, like the Chiefs were just sort of running away a little bit, not too much in the yeah. first half. And then the Browns looked like they were about to score a touchdown, the massive fumble, which was just the, the like the weird like I don't know how I don't know how to feel about that. That home. was
1: cr- I was crushed by that man. ten seconds. I was crushed. It was
0: horrible. And and then Mahomes obviously gets a concussion in a really weird way. Did you see like the way he went down? It was didn't seem like yeah, a concussion. it was
1: so weird. Like I was watching it and like he didn't take a massive hit to the head. The guy kind of tackled him high, had him around the neck, yeah. came down a little bit awkward, but yeah. it what well, didn't seem like extra extraordinary or anything like that. And then like
0: he, he came just, up what, and he was
1: just done in yeah. mate. He just couldn't stand <laughs> up. It was
0: worst man. Done in mate. He had a couple too many beers. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what he looked like. He, looked looked like like he just, just got knocked, kicked out of a club or something. Exactly. Like, Ooh. Exactly. But anyway, yeah, just joking about a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, caused a <laughs> dicks. Uh, we'll have some comments if anyone's ever listening. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, and then Chad Henney came in and he was just class and also terrible. I don't know how. I don't know how that happened, but he was mate
1: Chad Henney. That throw, right. It's it's funny right because. I... I was watching the game with um, my girlfriend's dad, who knows very little about American football, right? But to be fair, I was like, it's fine. Like, they're still going to be, like, it's Andy Reid. You'll be able to call some plays. Henny's not going to do anything ridiculous. Like, this is not going to (laughs) happen. And to be fair, Jeff was like, yeah, this guy's going to lose them the game. Like, I don't know how he he kind of thought it. And then he threw that ball up. Uh, That is the worst interception I've ever seen in my life.
0: (laughs) It was mate, he was just like, Fuck it, Tyreek will be down there somewhere. <laughs> mate, he just like, launched it
1: It's not even that he like wasn't open, but it was like that he was on his own and there was like two safeties there and a corner. And it, <laughs> and it wasn't anywhere near. It was awful. Oh my god, it was so weird, but but
0: yeah mate, what a game. Like what a game. I loved it. And then like you just pulled out that run out of his arse and then that pass, mate, the balls on that to call a pass and play fourth and one and your own territory with a minute left. And you're losing by, you're winning by five. So if you give the ball away and they score a touchdown, you've not even gone overtime. You've lost. It
1: was literally like an all or nothing play, wasn't it? Like if, if it yeah. if it came off, it was a guaranteed win, which it was. Yeah. But if it didn't come off, it increased the risk. by. I guess to be fair, you do, they do say like no risk, no return. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And it was, no, it was like yeah. the
1: biggest risk for the biggest return. Whereas yeah. again, to be honest, I still think as much as this is such a boring way to look at it, and it was an amazing call, right? I still oh. think it was a bad decision, to be honest. Oh, It was, mate, because if, if, all, all I have to do is punt it, get it inside their 10, and then they're yeah. not going to drive, with no timeouts, drive down the field and score a touchdown. They're just not going to do it. Yeah,
0: right? but Andy Reid doesn't care about I last, know Andy Reid. This is what I mean. Was it, was, it was, it was cares about.
1: It was an amazing play, and I give it to him, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I still think, if it goes wrong, that we're talking about it as like, even if the Browns didn't win, we're talking about it as a stupid call. Yeah. I mean, to because be fair,
0: Andy reads so good and so good play calling. He knew it was going to work. To be fair, it's it,
1: it's we're probably obviously I'm probably looking at it too simplistically. Like realistically, they probably went up to the line. If they had a specific look, then they were going to call that yeah. play, and they probably got that exactly. look. So yeah. it's fair. It was amazing. A great game. The thing that I think's Brilliant. being underplayed, to be honest, is how well Baker played. Yeah, amazingly. Like people were talking. I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one of the other day, but they were talking about his depth, of, average depth of target, and it wasn't very high, right? But like, he threw some great balls all day long. Mm-hmm. The throw at Donovan's people's Jones down that right sideline, yeah. Dime. The throw at Austin Hooper. As much as it was an amazing, it was an amazing catch by Austin Hooper, but he literally yeah. fitted in the tiniest window, window. Yeah. And he threw some great balls all day long, and that's why, to be honest, through the game I was fully supporting Cleveland because I was like big as playing, and obviously we talked about it with Theo before the before the game the other day. Yeah. And Theo was like, "We're not sure how he's going to handle it," which was a totally valid point. But Baker yeah. played so well, and to me, he proved did. a massive amount. I think, I think that yeah. is totally from the from his second year and he kind of an yeah. average third year. I think has saved him, in my opinion. Definitely.
0: When you look at the stats, though, he didn't like didn't look like he played that well. But in, in game, mate, some of the throws he was making, like the defense, the Chiefs' defense did a good job of stopping that offense, and yeah. Baker did a good job of also making throws that he had to do. He yeah. had to put it in certain places to make the completion and he did it. Yeah. Time and time again. 100%. And the run game wasn't necessarily helping them that much either. No. They did when they ran it it seemed like it, it seemed good, but they didn't they didn't quite get in that rhythm that they normally do where they'd like explode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nick, like Chubb, Nick had, Chubb they looked good when they were running the ball but they never sort of got in that rhythm of getting through the team while they were running.
1: Yeah. Like Nick but, Chubb um, had a couple of good runs in the second half. But like yeah. again, like Nick Chubb, a couple of drops, that kills him. Yeah. Just these little things that kill them over the course of the game. And Absolutely. it's like the game, The kind of stayed away from Kareem Hunt, which I thought was a bit weird. Yeah. It was kind of, I think Stefanski didn't have his best game, if we're going to be realistic. I think Baker kind of actually pulled some rabbits out of his hat, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um, but like you said, mate, that play before half time just, it's a different game.
0: We could be talking about a different game without that. Absolutely.
1: It's a totally different game. And I, I listened to the ringer today, and Nora Princiotti was killing the guy for fumbling the ball. Yeah. But like, everybody reaches out. Everybody yeah. reaches for the pylon in these in these, yeah. in these games, and I know it's bigger. Yeah. It's bigger stakes, and you shouldn't there. But like, when you watch, when you go through the season, the amount of touchdowns where you see guys leaping, and if it's a tiny yeah. bit different, then we're talking about a different game. Yeah. Not to mention the helmet. And also the, helmet the head,
0: head to head. That yeah. is a foul. 100% a hundred percent foul. Is a foul. Like I the just,
1: guy just d- dove in with his head.
0: He just headbutted. He just like yeah. He literally, he looked like he had no arms, and all he had to tackle was his head. <laughs> literally, it was like a
1: salmon dive like with his yeah. face.
0: And like it was yeah.
1: Obviously, it kind of well, looks like a great well, play, but like it's a foul, and you should yeah. you should be able to uh,
0: like challenge that. I'm sorry. The thing I think on any play that's like gonna cause like a, a turnover, which is like it is should be reviewable. I think anything in that play should be reviewable. 100%. I think if they see a mistake, they should be like, "Right, that is a foul." A hundred percent. Because what's the point in being able to do certain things, but when this one thing that's affected this play more than anything, yeah. you can't review it. Exactly. You. What's the whole point of the whole system?
1: Like when you watch, if when you, you watch the review, like you're looking for was he out of bounds? Did he yeah. did he cross the plane at all with the ball? Yeah. And the major, and was it a fumble? Like was he down? Obviously, none of those things. Yeah. The other main thing was the hit. like you've got to review that. Yeah, and I just think why, it's a,
0: why have they got this system? But with the hands tie tie behind the backs, you know what I mean? Like it's they weird. can see the problem, but because they're not allowed to change that specific part of the play, it's it's gonna stand. It's a really weird one,
1: and it's easy to talk about because it's such a rare play. Like it doesn't shit like that yeah. doesn't happen in the, in a big state game with yeah. a tiny little bit of second on the clock, and yeah, they kind of bring the. The team back into it and it kind of goes the wrong way.
0: It was yeah. just so and then unfortunate. score field goal. I know, I know. It's Kills like, them. So crushing. Like I was like, oh, the game's probably over then. And that was another thing. But like then, obviously then Cleveland. Obviously got injured, but yeah, that that did feel like to me the game was probably gone. Yeah, and I know it did go kind of a different way.
1: And Cleveland, to be but fair, that, that's then... a
0: different play where uh, we may be talking about a different result. Because think about it,
1: right? Cleveland come out score a touchdown, right? If that was a touchdown as well, and Kansas City doesn't have that field goal, that is just. It makes such a big big difference to the game. It makes such a big, big difference to the game. And like, Cleveland got a few breaks, obviously with Mahomes being out. And then when Baker throws that pick, and like, Mm -hmm. um, they stop them, they hold them for a field goal. This it was funny because like the Chiefs are one of those teams that when they go ahead by twenty points or whatever, like you think game over. But it it was I didn't ever feel like that game. I felt like Cleveland were always in it. And as much as Cleveland lost, you've got to get. I think you give it to even though Stefanski didn't have a great game, give it to the coach and staff, give it a big for kind of keeping the game close, even yeah. despite kind of a few things that just didn't go
0: that way. Definitely. Definitely. And I thought, you know who I've seen, like the first time I ever really noticed him in an NFL game was David Njoku.
1: Mate, he played so well. He made
0: a, he made a couple of big plays in this game and yep. I've never really, never really noticed him that much and he was meant to be like a big, good tight end coming out of the draft. And yeah, it was nice to see him making a couple of plays. Mate, 100%.
1: I think next year, Bega. I'm excited about next year for Cleveland. That's what I'm saying, yeah, and like, definitely. it's obviously easy to say they were there this year; they're going to go back there next year. But like, yeah. they've actually got a really good infrastructure. But obviously, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Odell comes back. To be fair, yeah, because obviously, is kind of a better player when he's not on the field, which is a bit odd. Um, yeah, but they'll have some of those um, defensive rookies coming their second year, and yeah. it'll just be interesting to see what Andrew Berry does in the draft without a combine. They draft this whole draft year is just weird.
0: But, um, it's gonna be a weird one like, again. Yeah. Though, it'll be really interesting to see how it, how it gets managed with no combine and stuff. But yeah, no combine, and a lot of the players haven't played. I know like, they took twenty twenty out, so it's like the the last time they've been on the field like in person is probably gonna have been twenty nineteen, or well, maybe even twenty eighteen. Yeah. No. Twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen. 2019. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. But um, yeah, and you can't forget in this game actually. Uh, Jedrick Wills went out really early in this game. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and to be not fair, not the Chiefs dialed up a few. Really, Steve Spagnuolo dialed up a few really good pressures. Like we mentioned, it like the yeah. like Jerry Sneed had a great game. Chris Jones made a few good plays, um, and yeah. and that did it caused pre- it put a lot of pressure on Baker. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, very interesting, fascinating game. Kind of see if uh, Mahomes is gonna play. I'm just not even gonna talk about it. Yeah, he needs to play. The thing it's is gonna, obviously the it did, NFL's yeah. concussion protocol. He, he is
0: gonna play. He, I he practiced practice yesterday. He, went through like a, he did light. a light run through, yeah, yeah. So but There's I can't imagine him not playing.
1: It was such a fun game though, to be fair. Obviously the Chiefs were still great. They were still really good. Um yeah. even with Chad Henney, like this they put on those points. Travis
0: Kelsey as well, when you give him a mention, how well he played. Travis Kelsey is an unbelievable football. He's just ridiculous, like he beats corners.
1: Man, did he see did he put Did to put Denzel Ward on the deck with his with that route? Yeah. Just ridiculous, like Denzel. Warner. And he's like,
0: what, like one and a half times the weight of most receivers. Yeah, mate,
1: and he's thirty-one. Man. And he's, he's not a young.
0: He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, you think of him as quite a young guy because he's like funny, yeah, and he's a good laugh. But, but he's just he's not. 31. He's thirty-one. Like he's, he's
1: kind not. of a, not old, but obviously he's kind of old in comparison to a lot of Older. the guys. Yeah. And he just puts some of the corners on their backs with the routes and the speed and the hand, and he's just the best tight end in football, I think. Uh obviously George Kittle's had a bit of a weird year. George Kittle you'd obviously make an argument yeah. for him. But like them two are definitely the guys that Yeah, hundred percent. Unbelievable player. Played amazing. Even like he even made Chad Henny make like look like a great player. Yeah. Run, <laughs> runs a great route. Henny throws a good ball to be fair, but again, yeah. not possible without a great route from Kelsey. Um just a weird game. Again, but it was so fun to watch. It wasn't yeah. That's been my favourite game. Favorite that game. was a game I was waiting for these last two weeks. The playoffs have been a not disappointing, but there's been a lot of games that haven't turned out the way I thought they were gonna. Yeah. yeah, and this game was like fucking here we go. This is fun to watch. Yeah, this is what you want. See, so, yeah, it, There we go.
0: Yeah. So we'll move on to the last game. Yeah. It is um, Saints Buccaneers, which was also quite a fun game. The the Sunday games are definitely more interesting than the Saturday games. Yeah, hundred we'll percent. This is so, yeah, a great I game, I thought. It was yeah. It was much more like engaging to watch, and obviously Breeze and Brady's always going to be like quite intriguing how it goes. But again, I think we actually, i think we as a podcast got this game spot on. Yeah, hundred percent. Early on, I was quite worried because it looked like Tom Brady and the Saints' Wait, defense. Two seconds. I just said like hundred percent. Defense was winning.
1: I just said hundred percent. But remind me how we called it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we just said, that uh, Tom Brady and this offense was too good for the Saints' defense, and Drew Brees would just make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. it's bad. Mate, lovely touch. Spot on. So that's actually a synopsis mate, of the all game. Four of us went for the Bucks, yeah. and they weren't favourite. Like this was not like this is not a game that they were favourite, like we got this right. Yeah, I remember so watching right.
1: watching the Sky Sports um the Sky Sports thingy of of the game and like three of the yeah. four people called the the Saints. Yeah. Do I still think it's a little bit weird.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. It seems so obvious. I know. And then like normally when that happens to me and I think something's very obvious when they're not favourites, then I normally get it wrong. Yeah. Like that's just me like normally if we think, Oh, it's just that's gonna happen. Yeah. Like when me and Tom thought Sam Donald was definitely going number one in the draft, <laughs> we got all our bets on it. Yeah. And then Mayfield went first. Like Me and me were like, It doesn't seem the best this the, the odds must be wrong here. Like <laughs> Sam Donald's yeah. going number one. Yeah, yeah. And then but it's it's had similar vibes to this game and with me and you had like agreed on something that most people didn't think. Yeah. And then it happened.
1: Yeah, mate, hundred percent. I think it just played yeah, it out change. to be fair, the one thing that didn't happen the way I thought it was was Brady didn't play as well as I thought he was going to.
0: No. To be fair.
1: He didn't play he didn't have a great game. He made enough plays, which enough. is the main thing. He played yeah. yeah. did enough. That catch, by the way, that Tyler Johnson catch, it was a third down <sighs> in I think it was probably ridiculous. the fourth quarter, and this is when the game is close. It was a third down. Brady throws an absolute bullet to right sideline. Yeah. And this Tyler Johnson rookie just pulls out an unbelievable catch.
0: It was ridiculous, like it wasn't like that, like, it didn't look that flashy the first time you yeah. watched it, right? But then he's just like, the way he's stretched out and his body's going the other way and he's sort of like, yeah. oh, man. Just an unbelievable
1: adjustment. And I, to be honest, I'm, I think different to you. It didn't look flashy, like it wasn't like one hand or anything. But I, when I first watched it, I was like, fucking hell, mate, Because it, like, it was the way that his arms like recoiled, almost. Yeah. Like, he was going he was like, one yeah. way, he had made the adjustment, and he like reached out and like pulled the ball back in the other direction. Oh, man, yeah. that was amazing. Such a good it play. Was
0: class. How good does Brady's arm look, though? Brady's been mental. Brady's, he's he did, even though he didn't
1: play amazing, I think you've got to give some of the credit to the Bucks' defense playing really well. Yeah, there was also a couple of drops in there that he, he I po- just, Yeah,
0: Drew Brees just played awful though as well. I know,
1: man. Drew Brees, bless him. I think this is the game to go out on. I think if he comes back, I'd be disappointed if I'm being honest. Like as much as I love yeah, Drew Brees, and I think Drew not Brees is one much of, left to, to give his He's his been one of my favorite quarterbacks, but like he just he just wasn't. We've got again. We said it like it just the ball just doesn't come out the same way. It Doesn't zip, no. and like it, those picks were just not good. Like they weren't good. No.
0: It's not even if if like the Bucks created a lot of pressure against him either. No, he just wasn't good.
1: To be fair, there even... was like the the first interception with Murphy Bunton, where he kind of beats Michael Thomas in the slot. There was some yeah. some pundit was like that's kind of on Michael Thomas. Like it was a terrible break. Like he, he broke yeah. up the field rather than snapping like. Flat, which is yeah. what you're supposed to do in those in those yeah. routes. And it was a good play by Murphy Bundon, but again, not a good throw. You should be able to see that a little no. bit. The yeah. the interception to Devin White, Kamara wasn't even looking. I'm not sure no. if that was a miscommunication. Was awful. But again, you should see like even if Kamara had stopped, Devin White still got a great chance on the ball. Who, by yeah. the way, Devin White was amazing in this game. Everywhere, mate. He was everywhere. He was so fucking good in this game. Like, and I know he's yeah. he's had a little bit of criticism, to be fair, for making a few mistakes, but mate. The geezer, if he plays like, if he finds a way to stay consistent with form like that, I'd literally, oh my god, he was
0: amazing. Best middle linebacker in the league. Literally, if he literally, plays, like, if he that, plays like
1: that, he was just fucking all over the gap. But yeah, it's
0: all over the gap. mate. Them hits he makes, just he just
1: crunches people. Hits him, mate. He's so good. The thing is, because he's such a big geezer, but he's yeah. fast as fuck, man. Yeah. And he He's, mate, he's got. He's got sideline to sideline speed, and he just hits guys, mate. And he's really good in the runs yeah. in the run game, and he obviously made a play in the past game. Murphy Bunton had an amazing game, by the way, as well.
0: Yeah. He looked very good. He looked really Their good. Their secondary is actually, like, sneaky, quite good and young. Yeah, I man.
1: Antoine Winfield made that massive play with Jared Cook. Huge. Huge play. Again, like, I don't know, the Bucks defense just looked – as much as we're gonna we're kind of killing the, the Saints' offense in Drew Brees, the Bucks defense did play really well. Like, very well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Which is kind of not uncharacteristic, but did say it's a boomer-bust sort of defense, and that had a boom mm. game. So it would be really yeah. interesting. Again, we'll break it down. But, like, it's so interesting to watch against Green Bay. Yeah, now when I'm actually I feel like I underappreciated this game when I watched it like it was actually really fucking good
0: yeah it was a very good game like it was close for a while as well like the Saints made a couple of big plays like with Jameis Winston as we said like, and I'm pretty sure I said this in the pod like the only way the Saints are having big plays is Alvin Kamara or Taysom Hill making a big play we obviously didn't mention Jameis Winston but he came in and he he made that big splash play, and it was a fun play to watch. I was like, "Whoa!" It was class, yeah, yeah. And, like... and I, I thought I've it was just... seen anyone that wide open in a while. When
1: there was no flag, I was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah I was yeah, like, same. "How the fuck is this not happening?" But then I
0: when watched watch you watched it piloting. from like
1: the bird's eye, you saw it was just a, sorry. You just saw this like amazing play design, and the it from Chicago the week before, yeah. where they kind of had awesome. all the motion. Everyone went to the left side of the field, and the guy was just wide open. Wide open, yeah. But and man, it was a good
0: throw
1: as well, like Jameis. Hit I mean, yeah. to be fair, if you missed the throw, the guy's over.
0: You wouldn't be shocked if James managed to pick
1: back. <laughs> yeah, if he threw a pick. Like, yeah, yeah, fully. That was so funny. Um, but yeah, Brady played fine. That throw to Miller, again, it just, Incredible. he did enough. He did enough. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's going to be... Leonard Fournette had a sneaky good game. Fournette played great. Well. He played great. He's yeah. um, been a good
1: pickup for them. And, well, yeah, he's had a kind of a weird year. Like, he was kind of quiet and then he's had a couple games yeah. here and there where he's been, like, big. But to yeah, be fair, the just, kid, like, he just yeah. I remember watching the game and thinking, Fournette's like all over. He's making plays. He's getting getting those third down and um, completions. Made a few plays in the cut in the passing game. Um, yeah, mate, just a another fun game. But I think we we were just right,
0: We Well, uh, and that's all really you need to know. If you want to know what happened in this game, watch listen to the last episode and go at the Bucks <laughs> game because that is what happened. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. The best way to put it.
0: <laughs> Cause- Oh, you know, we'll just clip it. We'll just clip all this out. This all uh, analysis after the game, and just put in the preview because that's all you need. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, (laughs) It was fun. It was fun doing the podcast the other day with the boys as well. If anybody's still listening, as we always say at this point of the podcast, um, classic. um, I hope you enjoyed having them on. We'll probably bring them on again for the next preview game, just because it was fun. But like in terms of what we called, shall we go through the games? What everybody called and see how we did? Just because I know I got everything right, so I kind of want to
0: flex on that. So the first game with the Rams and the Packers, I'm pretty sure three of us went Packers: me, you, Ollie, Ollie and then Theo went Rams because he had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's Theo. funny. I look back on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I think Theo might be might have not got any of these right. Let's check anyway. Yeah. Uh, next one was. The Buffalo Ravens, Ollie and Theo both went Ravens. Yeah, me and you both went Bills.
1: Classic. To be fair, remember when I remember in that game as well, we talked about like this would be embarrassing if like the two lads that host the podcast get it
0: wrong. Yeah, but obviously, mate, hey, it's clutch, clutch pick, clutch pick. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then the Browns, Chiefs. It was I picked me and Ollie picked the Browns. I remember that I went with Ollie. Silly mistake, but anyway, mate, it's alright. And you two and Theo got his first one right. Nice work, Theo. Well done, Theo. Uh, with the Chiefs, you and so Tom's three and a little bastard. Yeah. Uh, I'm two and one. Ollie is one and two, and Theo's one and two. And then we all pick the last books, game we'll we all picked books. Yeah. yeah.
1: Happy days. To be so fair, man, you, I've, had, me, I've had some
0: great looking the picks. Theo.
1: In the playoffs. Yeah, yeah you did you pick well. I'm kind of just sitting on it. And I'm just loving myself. To be fair, I haven't actually put any yeah. accumulators on though, which is kind of annoying. I didn't win any money yeah, on you this. kind weekend, of either. should have. Yeah. Um, Didn't win any money on bets. I'm not sure about you.
0: No, so, I think the only one of them prop bets I said last week won was the boring one of uh, Buccaneers plus three. Well done. Yeah. Lovely so, touch. Lovely touch. There was no Josh Allen receiving touchdown, so <laughs> I don't one look one. like a genius.
1: Each What was, was the no one? Offensive
0: had- or special teams touchdown yeah. for Rams. Again, not a genius. No. And there was no, there was only, I, I don't even know if Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt scored a touchdown I think they did <laughs> yeah Kareem Hunt got one yeah, yeah, so, yeah I said Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb three touchdowns yeah. combined and they got one yeah so. right. but mate another good weekend of football I loved it exactly I just think
1: now I'm looking at it and I'm just thinking how the fuck did I underappreciate that Bucks-Saints game it's actually mint because yeah. I think when you talk about it you realise like every player I just like, there was just so many players that just played so well
0: yeah which is weird. I remember watching it and I was like, I'm enjoying myself. No, I
1: was definitely enjoying myself. Like It was 3am and I was awake, <laughs> vividly awake. But like, just a good good Sunday of football, especially. Bigger. Yeah, I'm excited. That Sunday was elite. I'm excited about the Browns. They've got a big off-season ahead
0: of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Fun stuff. And, and yeah, we'll probably be back uh, most likely during Saturday. Yeah, Saturday,
1: maybe Saturday daytime just to give people plenty of time to have a bit of a preview, preview of the big course. games. Yeah.
0: And then um Bob Jungle. We'll have uh, some more playoff football and then we've got a week off. Wow, after that. Week off. It's an intense three weeks to be fair, isn't it? Oh very intense, eh?
1: Very right, intense. Like, and then we'll probably take a week off the pod and
0: then have a big, big Super Bowl. Big Super Bowl. If oh you... no, know, we've got to preview the Pro Bowl, mate. There's some big matchups. Shut up about the Pro Bowl.
1: Who do you think if you're gonna call the Super Bowl matchup now? Who are you calling? Super Bowl matchup
0: now. Oh wow, that's a tough one. Uh Bills,
1: Bills, yeah, bills, Green Bay. Bills, Green Bay. Oh, man, I don't know. See, Al probably wants to go to Cheap's Bucks.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: <laughs> man, should I stick a wager on? Nah, because the thing is, is, because it can go other ways as well.
0: Yeah. But if it goes the other ways, no money. So get it right. Shall should I stick it? a
1: wager? Should yeah. I stick, like, fiver on? Yeah. So I, I owe you a Fiverr, and this is recorded in things. This is a contractual wager. So no... Yeah. Noah's betting five pounds that it's gonna be a Bills and Packers Super Bowl. Which to be fair, like intellectually up here is what I say as well. But I just like if Patrick Mahomes is playing, I think the Chiefs that's it's yeah. it's a close game. I don't know, yeah. I just I just really want Tom Brady to be in the Super Bowl again. I really want Yeah, to.
0: mate, I nearly went Bill's books. <laughs> i went mental though, I think, in my mind. I, I don't think I could actually do that. The myself. Packers
1: are too good. The Packers are too good, realistically, but like I just I just would love to see Tom Brady there again. I think the Yeah, the would be are, funny, man. He's just it amazing, mate. He's just unbelievable.
0: Imagine, mate. Imagine if the Bills get the Super Bowl right first time they've got away from New England's grasp. Tom Brady <laughs> comes in with the Bucks and beats them. Oh, mate. Oh, that would be <laughs> unbelievable. Like, you know, it's like that agent, uh, what's it called, man, around the NFL?
1: Um, Pink Pony.
0: <laughs> Pink Pony. <laughs> Pink Pony, mate. Yeah, Operation Pink Pony. <laughs> it's like that. They send Tom Brady out as an agent on the Bucks to beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. What a storyline,
1: man. That is a great story. Mark Sessler would be
0: all over that, mate. Yeah, um, we, should get it, we should get an email to him. Should we just... Yeah, maybe we should... We're
1: DMing them straight earlier on in, in our podcasting career. career well, should give them yeah. an email? See if they want to uh, collaborate, maybe? Get them on. Yeah, well. that'd be class. <laughs> Imagine. It'd be unbelievable. and uh, gonna I just fucking Dan on you? Zoom. I'm just speaking of Dan Handers. What a great guy. Right, Dan Handers. By the way, on the Sky Sports hits, Dan Handers is just fucking mint. Mint. And I, I love Cess. Cess is Greg's great. a bit
0: boring. You Greg's always
1: boring. You know what he's like. Oh, yeah. It's a gutter that West can't be on there. Bless him, mate. He's doing so well. He's shout cool.
0: out to Wes as well. Yeah. We're thinking of you, West.
1: If anybody's listening, yeah. Shout out to Wes and the Big C. He's fighting there. Yeah. Cancer again, but, mate, yeah. Dan Handis, mate. He always just makes us laugh like, on Sky Sports. Because yeah. it's just different humour. Like He always makes Neil just fucking crease because he doesn't know what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> do, do you watch Sky or do you watch it on Game Pass?
0: I mean, I flick between it because I want to see them. Yeah, but like most of the time, I've got it on the Game Pass.
1: Because the thing is, though, like there's there's a lot of less adverts on Sky Sports. Yeah,
0: that's what I because, was thinking. Because like a lot of
1: the adverts that you have on Game Pass, they go and they'll talk. Yeah, and I tell you, what, actually, look, oh, I actually, love Jeff
0: Rannell, get them on. You do I just mate. hate Neil. I hate him.
1: But mate, Jeff Rannell just makes—he's a great geezer.
0: He's not <laughs> He's like a
1: Canadian <laughs> a special Canadian special coach, college special Hawaii. teams coach. But to be fair, mate, he comes on—he comes on the board. And he's got great football knowledge, to be fair to the geezer.
0: Yeah. And fair he's just him. funny.
1: He's just funny. He's got more than watching. us,
0: that's for sure. Pardon?
1: He's got definitely more than us. I know. To be fair, I feel like we know quite a lot about football just outside of the X and o, X's and O's. Yeah. Do you know
0: what
1: I mean? I think yeah. we've got a we very good grasp need of the game need like, some, uh, outside tape, of the tape-dogging. Yeah, we need to do some tape-dogging, get in the lab. Um, yeah. fair one. This podcast has gone on too long, but it's been funny. Yeah, I'm way too it. long. I need to get on with my life. Yeah, sorry, life.
0: Sorry. Yeah, sorry, um, life I'm. Okay, I'm I'll get my, back on you. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. I'm right.
1: Away. Well, um hope everyone's listened. Everyone's listened. Hope everybody has listened to the podcast. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you didn't know what to say that I hope everybody that has listened has enjoyed. If you're still listening, probably not, but it's yeah. always fun to talk to you. Um Yeah, mate. We'll Send speak. us a DM
0: though if
1: you are listening right now. Yeah, mate. Always always say if you're listening right now fifty two minutes and twenty six seconds in <laughs> give us a DM on TNF Talks on Instagram. Say hey, I'm listening and we'll um send you a prize yeah um, a massive one a big prize of a a love heart of a DM Um, have fun live life wash your hands wear a mask and all that cheers good to speak to you mate see you soon Cheers, mate